Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm Dustin Robertson. For the next 25 minutes, I'll be your host as Rabbi Schneider explains why you were made for breakthrough. We live in a world that likes to play the blame game, but if we want to succeed in life and if we really want to keep our eyes focused on the prize, which is Jesus, then we're going to have to have a spiritual breakthrough. And that's what Rabbi Schneider is going to be talking about in our message today. If you've missed any of this series so far, make sure catch up online. You can do that at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And right now, let's get started. Here is Rabbi Schneider. We've got the heart of Yeshua in us. We've got the heart of a champion. And the heart of a champion is always pushing. Paul said this, he said, I forget what lies behind and I press on toward the upward call of God in Christ Jesus towards the prize. So those of us that have our sight set on Hashem of entering into a greater concept of his presence, a greater experience of his reality with us, a greater experience of his power and glory in our lives, we're continuing to press on for breakthrough. And if you think about it, as human beings, we were made for breakthrough. Think about us for a second, even as infants. Remember, we came out of our mother's womb and we learned how to stretch our bodies. And in a sense, we were getting breakthroughs. We learned how to move our arms. And then one day, our mom or dad put us on the ground and slowly we learned how to crawl. But then the great day came when one day we were able to get up from crawling, stand up as infants and take our first baby step. And our mom got on the phone and she called the relatives and she called her friends and said, my daughter, my son, he took his first step today. I saw my child take their first step. It was a great day of breakthrough. And the truth is that if we're once again growing in the Lord, we are continually breaking through to do something or experience something that we had not yet done before. Breakthrough involves having opposition. In other words, when we took that first baby step, we were coming against or breaking through the lack of body coordination that we were experiencing before that first step. And so breakthrough means coming against something that before had hindered us. We think about Paul's words in the book of Ephesians. He speaks about spiritual warfare. He speaks about the fact that we have an opponent. We have an enemy. We have someone that's resisting us. He called the enemy Satan, spiritual forces, Paul said, of heavenly wickedness, darkness in high places. And he said, our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principal powers and forces of spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. And he said that this fight that we're in is a wrestling match and that by the power of the Holy Spirit, we can win this wrestling match. Many of you know that I was a very committed athlete in my high school days, and I wrestled the same type of wrestling physically that Paul talked about spiritually in the book of Ephesians. My goal as a wrestler was to be state champ in Ohio where I went to school, and I lived it, I ate it, I drank it, I was so committed, I was so disciplined. Wrestling at the time came before everything for me. I didn't yet know Jesus. 
But yet when I came into my 11th grade year, even though I had much success earlier on, I did not achieve my goals. And as I look back on it, what the problem was is that I wanted to win so bad that what I would do is I would get out into the wrestling match and I would get an early lead. And then once I got that early lead, I would stop wrestling aggressively. And instead I would just think, okay, I'm gonna win now, I've got a lead. Now just hang on to your win. So I would stop wrestling to win and instead I would start wrestling defensively, just trying to hang on to the lead that I already had. And doing that cost me many matches. It was only afterwards that I realized that getting ahead and then just trying to hang on to my lead, it cost me a lot of matches, but I didn't really realize what I was doing until later. And so what was happening was, once again, I had this high goal to be state champ. And yet I found myself losing as many matches as I was winning. And one day, I wrestled this kid that I knew that I could beat. And the reason I knew that I could beat him is because we used to scrimmage this school. In other words, we were going into an official meet against a school that my school had practiced against many times. And every time when I wrestled this kid that I was about to face in the real meet, I literally, I don't wanna say this boastfully, but I literally manhandled this kid. I beat him that easily. But all of a sudden we have a real match and I go into the real match and what happens? I do the same thing. I go in, I get a huge early lead, and now I start thinking subconsciously, okay, you're ahead now. Don't do anything to blow it. Just hang on to your lead and you're gonna win. And when I went into that defensive mindset, just wanting to hang on to my lead, you know what happened? I ended up losing that match to this kid I manhandled every single time I practiced with him. And when that happened, I got so fed up of losing to people that I should have been beating that I said to myself, no more. And it just so happened that the very next day, we were wrestling a school and I was wrestling a kid that was one of the better wrestlers in the state of Ohio. And I went out and I beat that kid. That day was a great breakthrough for me because I'd broken out of this kind of losing pattern that I'd got into because I would go from wrestling offensively to win and then just trying to hang on to my lead once I got the lead. I got so disgusted with myself that that had happened to me that I lost because of doing that that I said, I'm never gonna do that again. I'm gonna go out there from now on and I'm gonna wrestle aggressively the entire match and that day, beloved, after I lost to this kid that I knew I should have beat, that day I had a great breakthrough and for the rest of that season, I consistently was winning. And it was such a marked time in my life. I remember getting out of the school bus that day. We were driving back as a team from the school where the match was. And the coach announced on the bus to all the wrestlers that day that I was given the prize that, you know, for the best wrestler of the night. And uh, he gave me a coupon for a free pizza. I remember getting out of that bus when we got back to our school, getting into my car, and it was like, I can't even explain what happened. Even though I didn't know God through Jesus at the time, it felt like a God moment to me. I was like translated in to a state of bliss, a state of release, a state of freedom. I had just experienced great breakthrough. Breakthroughs are real. And I had a great breakthrough that day in a physical wrestling match but you and I, beloved, are no longer wrestling physically, most of us today. 
We're wrestling spiritual matches like Paul spoke about in the book of Ephesians. And I want to talk to you again today about how we can have breakthrough as we're wrestling powers of spiritual darkness. Our primary text has come from the book of 2 Samuel chapter 5, where we've been looking at the life of King David, David Melech, the king of Israel, and how as soon as he was anointed king, the powers of darkness came to attack him. The powers of darkness in 2 Samuel were manifest through a group called the Philistines because the powers of darkness manifest through flesh and blood. And what we've been doing is we've looked at what David did when he was attacked and how he got breakthrough. We find that David, first of all, he realized he was under attack. As soon as the Philistines came, he knew what was going on. He heard about it. And so we talked about in earlier episodes that you and I need to gain a greater sense of the fact that spiritual warfare is real. You know, many of you can quote the scripture, our fight is not against flesh and blood. We wrestle not, Paul said, against flesh and blood, but against powers of spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. Many of us have heard that scripture and we quote it, but the truth is, even though we know it by heart, some of us, we don't really have revelation about it. We don't really believe we're under spiritual attack. We don't really believe that when things are bombarding us, when thoughts are coming to our mind that are tormenting us or temptations are happening that we don't know why the temptation is so strong, we don't really have comprehension that we're under spiritual attack. We think that everything is in the physical world. I'm talking to you right now. We say we believe it, but if you look at your life, perhaps you'll be able to ascertain that you don't really believe it because You blame your problems on circumstances, on people, rather than understanding that our real problems are not the circumstances and they're not the people. Our fight is not against flesh and blood. Our real problem is the thoughts that we're having and thoughts come from the realm of the spirit. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and Rabbi will be right back. But first, a special announcement. Join Rabbi to celebrate the Feast of Trumpets, Rosh Hashanah 2023, September 15th through 17th at Lion of Judah World Outreach Center in Toledo, Ohio. Visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com for more information. Make your plans to join other believers as we gather to expect, anticipate, and pray for Messiah's soon return. Services will include special Messianic Jewish worship with Siegelite music. Celebrate the Feast of Trumpets, Rosh Hashanah 2023. Discovering the Jewish Jesus could not accomplish its mission without partners like you. Together, we are preparing men and women for the soon return of Jesus. So please stop by our website to give a one-time donation or to partner with us on a monthly basis. Through your simple act of generosity, you are making an impact. Go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 800-777-7835. And now with the conclusion of today's message, here is Rabbi Schneider. We're in a spiritual battle. It's not what's happening that's the problem. It's the way we perceive what's happening that's the problem. And the way we perceive what's happening is a spiritual problem. And the thoughts that we're having are either coming from the spirit of light and life, coming from the spirit of God, or they're coming from the powers of the enemy. Think about it. Jesus stood before Pilate. He was completely calm, completely at peace, filled with confidence, filled with a sense of triumph. He knew he was about to be crucified. And Pilate was amazed and said to him, don't you know I have the power to crucify you? 
Many of us would have been terrified, shaking in our bootstraps. Some would have given up their faith because they were so afraid. But Jesus said calmly to Pilate, you would have no power over me unless it was given you from above. You see, it wasn't the circumstance that was the enemy. Jesus wasn't afraid of the circumstance. He wasn't reacting to the circumstance. Yeshua had higher revelation. He lived above it and he had breakthrough. And we can look at many examples. Think of Paul, for example, in scripture. He's in prison, and yet rather than having a bad attitude in prison, Paul said that his imprisonment was for our good because the gospel was coming forth through his writings while he was in prison. And because the word was being spread that he was in prison, it bonded the saints together. And so I'm trying to help us understand today that we are in a wrestling match. We need to get breakthrough and we need greater revelation to understand that our fight is not against flesh and blood and people and circumstances and the government and our employer. No, the real fight is in our mind, in the thoughts that we're having. And these are spiritual things and we need how to get in touch with the spirit of the Lord within us. See, the Bible says that when David heard the Philistines were attacking him, he went down, the scripture says, into the stronghold. We've been studying this. That's why I'm not taking more time right now. For us, the stronghold is going into the center of ourselves where Jesus is. He's within us and becoming secure in that and confident in that and knowing that the I am is in us and that we're more than sufficient and conquerors of anything that we're going to face, we can overcome. And that the key is to be grounded in peace. We go into the stronghold. That's what David did, first of all. And then after that, David looked to the Lord for what should he do? And God said to go against the enemy. So David arose from being still before the Lord. He arose from just abiding in God and being at peace and receiving in that secret place in the stronghold. He went from that place where he stood up. He went against the Philistines. And then when he went against the Philistines, he defeated them. And after defeating them, he said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me like the breakthrough of waters. In the same account in the book of Chronicles, we read that David said, God has broken through my enemies by my hand like the breakthrough of waters. In both instances, it's the same event, it's the same thing. In the book of Chronicles, we find that the writer has given us some additional information that David said, God has broken through my enemies. But we find in Chronicles that David also said, God has broken through my enemies by my hand. In other words, the Holy Spirit in David was what gave David the power to break through the Philistine, to break through his enemy. How do we understand this? That on the one hand, in the book of 2 Samuel, David doesn't say that it was by his hand. He just said it was the Lord did it. The Lord has broken through my enemies, David said in 2 Samuel, like the breakthrough of waters. He didn't say it had anything to do with himself. He just said, the Lord has broken through my enemies, like the breakthrough of waters. And yet once again in Chronicles, David said, the Lord has broken through my enemies by my hand, like the breakthrough of waters. How do we understand it? I like to think of Ezekiel's vision. Remember Ezekiel's vision? Ezekiel said he saw a wheel. And he said there was an inner wheel. And outside of the inner wheel was an outer wheel. So Ezekiel, beloved one, had this vision. He saw two wheels. And 
Ezekiel said, whenever the inner wheel moved, the outer wheels moved. But whenever the inner wheel stopped, the outer wheel stopped. And so the outer wheels got their life from the inner wheel. The inner wheel possessed the outer wheel. And it was this inner wheel that gave life and movement to the outer wheel. That's what happened here with David. David said, I broke through my enemies. The Lord broke through my enemies by my hand. What does this mean? It was God's working in David's heart and through David's life that gave him the victory. It was God that gave him the victory, but God was possessing David and empowering David. And so David said, it's by my hand. This is what you and I are after in breakthrough. We're wanting to become so in touch with, so possessed by the living spirit of God that resides within us that when he moves, we move. And because we're being possessed and motivated and filled with the spirit, everything we do becomes effective and we get breakthrough. If we just try to do it in ourselves in the flesh, there's no real power there. It's just flesh. But if we're moving by the power of the Ruach HaKodesh like David did, we're going to experience true breakthrough. See, Paul said, it's no longer I that live, but Christ, he said, lives in me. When you and I can die to our outer impulses, when we can pull ourselves back from being so connected to the things on the outside to instead become one with the Spirit of the Lord that's in us, through the dying process of dying to the flesh, dying to our own impulses, to instead pull ourselves back, to learn how to get in touch with the Holy Spirit that's in our soul, what's gonna happen is we're gonna be like that outer wheel. And whenever the inner wheel moves, the Holy Spirit, we're gonna move. And because we're moving by the Spirit, we're gonna have breakthrough in our lives. You see, Jesus said, he that abides in me bears much fruit. Yeshua said this, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. What does this mean? When you and I die to living by the flesh, when you and I die to living by our own abilities, when you and I die to being connected to the things of the world, like Paul said, he was crucified to the world and the world was crucified to him. And instead, we pull ourselves back and get in touch with the Holy Spirit within us, learning how to be led by Him, we will experience significant, powerful breakthrough in our lives. The Bible says, all that are led by the Spirit, these are the sons of God. Beloved, there's breakthrough in store for you. Eye is not seen and ear is not heard the things that the Lord has prepared for those that love Him. As you and I depend on the Spirit, rely on the Spirit, die to ourselves, and are moved by Him alone, we're going to enter in to more and more glory, and we're going to experience the presence of King Jesus in our life in ever fuller ways. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. And if you'd like to take your relationship with Jesus deeper today, I want to invite you to visit us online. And if you've never committed your life to the Messiah, but you want to, then we want to provide you with some helpful tools and resources. 
You can find out more about Jesus when you go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com and then just click on the link with the white heart that says find Jesus. Now we all know that having tools and resources is only part of the package because if we don't take action to really make changes in our life, we're not really going to move forward. And I just want to pray that God would touch your life today and that you could connect with a community of like-minded believers so you could move forward in your relationship with Him in a very special way. And I also want to encourage you, please pray for us and pray about how you can support this ministry with your financial resources. To share a little bit more about that, here is Rabbi Schneider once again. Part of the scriptural narrative we've been studying is that when David got breakthrough, he destroyed the idols of the Philistines. You and I also must destroy idols around our lives that keep us from entering into God's fullness. For you and I, the idol that we may be struggling with is clinging to our finances for security rather than the Lord. The Lord has called us to honor Him first with our finances, but unfortunately, too many of us are in fear and we're not honoring the Lord properly with our finances. And as a result, beloved, it's hindering us in getting breakthrough. If discovering the Jewish Jesus is being used of the Lord to strengthen you and encourage you in your walk and fellowship with Him, and you're not fully honoring the Lord with your finances, I want to encourage you today to take a step of faith for your breakthrough, submit your finances to Him, and honor Him with your finances through discovering the Jewish Jesus today. To take that step of faith right now, just go online to give at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or support this ministry by giving us a call today at 800-777-7835. And as our way of saying thank you for your generous financial gifts, we'll send you our latest newsletter that's packed with the most current news and updates, expanded teaching from Rabbi and his wife Cynthia, and so much more like important details surrounding the fall holy days that are right around the corner. The next special set-apart day on the biblical calendar is Yom Terah, or what we call the Feast of Trumpets, or Rosh Hashanah, and it starts on Friday, September the 15th at sunset, and that's just a few short weeks away. And this day is all about paying attention and getting your hearts right with God. In ancient Israel, the shofar, a ram's horn, was blown to grass the people's attention. And so on this day, let's allow God to grab our attention once again. Our King Jesus is coming and we need to be on the lookout and looking up. And if you'd like to learn more about these feast days and the plan of God, make sure to visit us online at our website, discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And right now, let's wrap up today's message with a special blessing. Here is Rabbi Schneider. The words from the ironic blessing in the book of Numbers chapter 6 verses 22 through 27 helps us to realize how good God is to you and I personally. So receive his blessing into your life and then beloved one, go bless somebody else in Jesus name today. Yavah Yahweh Yair Yahweh Panavelecha Vihunecha Yahweh Panavelecha 
you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider shows us how we can overcome the struggles and strife in this life. That's Tuesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.